0: Hello and welcome to episode 78 of the Door 14 Hockey Podcast. You'll notice that things are looking a little bit different this time around. Uh, Rather than saying, my name is Marty, I'm going to say, my name is John and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And I'm joined by Aaron.
1: I don't like change.
0: (laughs) Oh, you sound like Marty. Um, (laughs) Yes. Of course you will notice that things are looking a little bit different this time around uh, If you are watching the YouTube edition of the podcast If you are just listening, uh, like so many of you do uh, To our normal podcast You will realise that I am not Marty starting off the podcast It's me, John, instead Marty, unfortunately, is not feeling too well um, He has, unfortunately, caught Verona um, Testing positive on, was it Sunday? Uh, Sunday or Monday he tested positive um, which unfortunately means, guys, we were we put uh, must have been Monday caught it because I put a, a tweet out from uh, the door fourteen account, begging up the the weekend to come. We were obviously heading away, Aaron. Not you, unfortunately.
1: You were you'd never plan to come. Uh, let's let's be honest. I well hold on. Let's just January was probably the most expensive month of my entire life. Well, you so come was... you
2: come now for free because there's first seats everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's, that's true. You bring beer money and you're all set, to be honest. Um, yeah. So, unfortunately, it, it was going to be uh, sort of Dave, yourself, me, Marty, and really badly, for the second time, um, young David, uh, Marty's nephew, is losing out on his first away games thanks to coronavirus. He was supposed to come with us oh. to playoffs two and a half years ago and it didn't happen. And now his first trip to Scotland isn't happening because his uncle got coronavirus but as i said in our chat it's probably just as well he's not coming it's uh it's imagine marty like- texting i can imagine marty texting i was like i've got coronavirus I-, I can't really go on this trip but sure um go and drink with your uncle's friends it- it'll be fine like we know david well enough but that that's awkward enough isn't it
2: yeah, not-, not for your first
0: at least <laughs> yeah exactly um so guys, other than obviously the the sad news about this weekend, um, how have yous been? We we all caught up for the first time in person uh, at the weekend there, Aaron. For uh, well, a bit of a I don't want to call it a housewarming. I'm sure there'll be a drunken event at some point. But uh, for oh, your your son, yeah. a belated party for your son's birthday.
1: Yeah, um, it was his birthday. Oh, I think it was a two weeks prior, but. I missed the podcast. Well, you're his dad. You should know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That particular week, I missed the podcast and we had to push his birthday back because I had the Rona. Um, so it's definitely making us rounds. Um, so, yeah, we had a, a, a four-year-old birthday party. Two four-year-old birthday parties, one on the Saturday and one on the Sunday. Yeah. Um, that was a full-on weekend. I think I need to sleep for a week um, <laughs> to, to get through that. Yeah, thing. you could probably do the weekend off instead of, uh,
0: you know what, a weekend off, come to Scotland. Come on, drink beer, <laughs> relax, put your feet up.
1: So you've got to see the good part of the house, and if you are watching on the webcams, you can see that uh, my <laughs> where I'm recording the podcast doesn't look that good. It's just full of boxes. Uh, I did try to on this cardboard box is behind me because I can't find my jerseys at the moment because they're somewhere. Uh, I drew a jersey on it, but you can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying really
0: hard, and I, I really can't see the, anything. In
1: the middle, it says, "You know, the team is uh, heavy with, or lift with lift with care, heavy object." That's the name of the team, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, I can see the NHL franchises calling you now yes. for that name. Um, <laughs> Dave, what about you then? Um, it's been a. I caught up with you at one of the games this weekend. Um,
2: I you was had with had Marty for one, two. Yep. So yeah, um, it was uh, yeah, definitely good. Uh, good to get watching hockey. I took a couple of games off. Am I right? I think. Um, uh, just with the way the season is and stuff, I've decided to take a few breaks, spend some family time. Um, knowing that I'm going away uh, this weekend, so yeah, it's uh, it's been good. Good banter. Um, can't wait for the weekend though.
0: Excellent, yeah uh, We'll probably talk more about the weekend as we go through uh, I'm sure we're, we're definitely not going to rub it in If Marty happens to, to tune into the podcast this week That we are definitely heading to Scotland For some beers and some games um, Guys, let's kick off the way that we always do Or the way that nor- Marty normally kicks off This is going to be really weird um, Sort of me do it, taking the, the reins, if you like, for this end But let's have a look at the Elite League And how things have uh, ended up after the last weekend of games um, still sitting at the top of the table we have the Sheffield Steelers on 51 points from 30 games, the Cardiff Devils sitting second with 49 points from 34 games, our own Belfast Giants very close behind after what was a good weekend against the Devils um, on 47 points from 31 games, the Nottingham Panthers sit absolutely rooted in 4th place um, as they have been for the last number of weeks with 31 points from 30 games. The Guilford Flames sit in 5th with 28 points from 31 games. The Coventry Blaze on 26 points from 27 games sit in 6th place. The Glasgow Clan are in 7th with 26 game tw- sorry 26 points from 28 games. The Manchester Storm have moved up into 8th. Uh, with 25 points from 31 games, with the Dundee Stars dropping back down into those bottom two places and uh, the places that miss playoffs at this point, uh, with 23 points from 28 games. And if you've been keeping count, you will know exactly who is at the bottom of the table because they've been there for the last couple of months. It's the five Flyers in 10th place with 17 points from 30 games. Dave, um... Not much change at the top of the table. A little bit of moves in the middle and bottom, but nobody's really moving that much around, are they?
2: Yeah. So, from with all the excitement at the start of the season, with uh, people flying up and down the table, left, right, and centre, um, it's sort of settled in a bit. Um, the The weekend for the Giants were was highly successful. It was an amazing uh, run of form, considering um, the how the Devils have been playing over the last few months. Um, they come away with a double header with uh, three out of the four points, ain't half bad. Like so, um, and then with that route of a uh, first game was was completely unexpected. Um, so it's it's definitely um, looking in the right direction. I do think it's now getting close to being Sheffield's league to lose. Um, they're they're really starting to settle into that lead, and there's no sign of them tripping up at this stage. But hey, they've still got to play out the Giants five times, so.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, those goes. are those are big, big need to win games, probably for both teams. Uh, even with Sheffield sitting at the top there, Aaron, does anything jump out at you? Is, um, looking unusual when you look to the bottom of the table. Um, I mean, the same. Really, we've only got two teams that are changing places at this point. It's Manchester and Dundee who are really fighting to stay out of that no uh, postseason hockey spot down at the bottom. But does it? Does anything jump out at you right now with the way the table sits?
1: I'm quite interested to see what happens with the Blaze, actually. So they're currently on uh, 27 games with 26 points. If you bring that up to the likes of like Nottingham Panthers sitting on third, or fourth, sorry, you know, they're, they're three games ahead. Um, it's not going to get up to, um, might, you know... You know they would, of, if, they, if they got their yeah, games yeah. in hand,
0: they would, they like, would
1: frog them. Yeah, so just wondering to see if, if Coventry Blaze can, can jump up there. So have to keep an eye on those guys.
0: Well, it's interesting, like you talk about, could the Coventry blaze leapfrog based on last night's game against the Belfast Giants? You wouldn't really think that they're, they're going <laughs> to well, do that. I mean, a 7-1 seven, seven, drubbing, I think it was, with a, uh, a second hat-trick in three games for the Belfast Giants, um, with I think it was Lewis Hook uh, coming up clutch with a, a hat-trick in Coventry last night. Um, that's fine. We'll, uh, we'll leave the Elite League for now. We are going to come back uh, to talk about the Elite League uh, fairly shortly in the the other competition that we uh, try not to talk about, but we will have a chat about it in period one, let's have a look over at the NHL, um, and similar to how Marty does it, I am not going to go through all 32 teams, uh, I am going to stick to um, the the wild cards. When we look in the um, Eastern uh, Division, the if I got that right or if I got that wrong, I always take the mick out of Marty for this. Uh, it's East. the Eastern Division Metropolitan Conference or Eastern Conference Metropolitan Division. There we go, finally got it. There you go, Marty. I hope you hope you had a laugh with me there, Marty. You you deserve it. Um, so in the Metropolitan Division, we've got the Hurricanes are sitting with uh, forty four games played for sixty five points. The New York Rangers sitting second, forty seven games played, good for sixty four points, and the Pittsburgh Penguins sit forty seven games played as well, good for sixty four points. Um, In the Atlantic Division, Florida uh, sit in first place. 47 games played for 69 points. Tampa are are (laughs) sitting 46 games played for 66 points. And Marty's Toronto Maple Leafs are in that coveted third spot right now with 43 games played, so quite a few games in hand, and sitting on 63 points. In the wild card spots right now, both Washington and Boston sit uh, taking up those two wild card spots in the East. Moving over to the West in the Central Division, Colorado are sitting 44 games played with 68 points. Uh, Nashville Predators, 47 games played with 60 points. So a big, big swing there, big difference in games played and points there. Dave, the Minnesota Wild have taken a a step up. They're out of the wildcard spots and they're into that third spot with 42 games played. So quite a lot of games in hand over the likes of uh, my Preds with 59 points. In the Pacific then, uh, we've got Vegas sitting in first place. 48 games played, good for 59 points. LA sitting 47 games played, good for 55 points. And Anaheim Ducks sitting 48 games played for 55 points as well. The wild cards in the West then are St. Louis and Calgary. Um, guys, looking across there, if you want, even if you want to concentrate on your own teams, uh, Aaron, sorry, you may not want to concentrate on your own team.
1: I'm, I'm starting to think that we might not win the cup this year.
0: <laughs> well, all all of your talk early in the season that the, the signs the signs were coming, the
1: stars were aligning,
0: it, yep. it's it's
1: not happening, is it? <laughs> that, that, that's my story every year. So it is. This is the year. This is totally the year. Uh, this might not be the year for the, the Flyers. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: you say that uh, Philadelphia sitting forty six games played, good for thirty eight points. You are a long way off the the wild card uh, at this point. Um, I exactly think it's probably so. a it's probably a fair assumption to to think <laughs> that you're probably not going to see any uh, postseason hockey. Dave, yeah. what about the Wild? What are you, what are you thinking? What are yeah, you seeing there?
2: We're um, See the run up to the All Star Game. They were probably one of the most on form teams in the NHL. Yep. Um They were fantastic to watch. Um, you know, it's it's been a bit of a change, turbulent change over the last few years. To the Wild trying to find sort of their identity again. Um, they had sort of just became a team that sort of middle table. Stay around the middle table, hope for the best. Um, not really scoring, but not really conceding a hell of a lot. Um, and it, it meant that it was you were winning games, but they weren't always the most interesting to to watch. Um, but over the last uh, few weeks, it's definitely been been a different story. Um, and hopefully that'll all continue. We we'll get to see some more exciting games, and hopefully, make a good run coming into the playoffs and keep that going uh, as far as we can. I think it should be a, an interesting postseason. I think currently looking at the league, the most surprising thing. Uh, the, the most ongoing surprise for me is Montreal. Um, I haven't seen a team get that big a thumping in a long time. So 45 uh, games played with eight wins. That is nasty.
0: Well, it's certainly um,
2: showing, isn't it? I think just yesterday they announced a,
0: a change of GM and yep. poten- it was also a change of, uh, of coach. Um, may not be a change of coach. It's definitely the GM has changed. Um, but uh, yeah. there's there's big changes needed in Montreal. There has been for a few years. Let's be let's be honest. We we talk about their boom and bust, and sometimes they're amazing, sometimes they're terrible, and a lot of the time they wrote that on the back of Kerry Price. But I don't think they've got that excuse anymore.
2: The 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 big the big teller there is the goal difference. Uh, it's, it's a minus seventy nine goal difference. Um, just is not sustainable for a. a an NHL team in my opinion and that's saying something considering Arizona's is 71 um so you my, my, let's be clear minus 71 minus 71 sorry yeah <laughs> 71. I said well I meant to Arizona at the start might as well just be the same as Sam, minus <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's just uh, you know whenever you're coming in below Arizona especially these days you know you've done something wrong um and it needs to be yeah re- fix that ship all those holes do whatever you need to do and just stop losing games
0: needs to be wholesale changes there definitely mm-hmm. um, not to speak for Marty but looking at the Leafs forum wait I think we can say that he'd be pretty happy seeing them up in the the, the spots there for postseason hockey they're on a, a bit of a streak at the minute six, six, win. six wins yeah six wins um, so I mean that's that's the position that you want a team like the Leafs to be in. Not that we look at it with teal tinted spectacles at all here, but with uh, their coach being a, a certain—I uh, don't know, probably the second best uh, coach, Keith—that you could uh, afford out there. Uh, I, I don't think I don't think Toronto can afford Adam, but uh, they settled for Sheldon, and it seems to be working out okay for them. Um, for myself, the the Preds, things were things were looking good. If I'm perfectly honest. Uh, we lost last night, uh, which was not so good, but uh, I think I could maybe put it down to an All-Star slump. We did have three guys uh, who were in Vegas for the All-Star weekend just passed there. Um, so it, it could just be a case of guys coming back, guys having not iced really for a week, maybe. Um, it's no excuse. Other teams are winning after the All-Star break. Somebody's got to lose, somebody's going to win. Uh, but I'd like to see them kind of steady the ship there and stay in that second position. I'd, I'd like to see some postseason hockey from that Preds team. I think uh, with Saros coming on form, I think he's got a, a good opportunity there uh, with that team to maybe prove something uh, in the first season without Rene, uh, whose jersey will go that, up into the th- rafters
1: soon. Are you worried with the might of the games that you've played that there's a you know, some other teams might come...
0: A little, but when ranks. you look further down the table, I think we're I think we're safe as long as we keep form against teams that we've already beaten. Then uh, I don't think we, sh- we should be at any risk. Um, but again, it'll be interesting to see how how it goes. Like any team can go on a streak, a winning streak, and any team can go on a losing streak. At this point, um, yeah. I am absolutely hedging my bets here, and I don't want anything replayed to me if the Preds absolutely tank and uh, don't make <laughs> playoffs. So that's why I'm sitting on the fence. I can't uh, guys, comment on
1: losing streaks.
0: <laughs> well, no, you you can because you used that as an excuse as to why you were going to win the cup at the start of the season. So <laughs> let's 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 leave that kind of at the door, shall we, um, guys? Unless we've got anything else, uh, we are going to talk a little bit more about uh, a certain elite league competition, but we're going to talk about it in period one of hockey. Period one of hockey then is our local cover up. Uh, local cover up. Cover up. <laughs> That's
2: because you're going to talk about the there Challenge hope.
0: Cup. It is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyone would think I was on a legal retainer from Tony Smith. Um, <laughs> sorry, our local roundup uh, of uh, coverage from UK ice hockey, be that the Elite League, the NHL, or any of the leagues around. Um, guys, I am going to start with the Challenge Cup because last week on the 2nd of February an announcement was made that the Elite League Premier Sports Elite League Challenge Cup uh, semi-final games, uh, which we already knew had been agreed to be one-leg games to allow the league to catch up with uh, postponed COVID games through December uh, they have been announced as now being uh, league games or league events This has meant that the the two teams who will be hosting the two higher seeds, uh, Belfast Giants and the Sheffield Steelers, are effectively no longer responsible for those games. Uh, They are league events and as such, tickets and uh, season tickets, uh, which were originally sold perhaps with um, the idea of being that you get into all of your team's games, are no longer valid. All tickets would have to be purchased at a flat rate of £10, plus any standard fees that apply through any booking mechanism. Uh, So, for example, here in Belfast, that would be ticket disaster. Um, Guys, this caused a little bit of ructions, um, obviously mainly from season ticket holders um, who perhaps were maybe sold a product um, and had it described as all home games. Now, we can't talk too much on the, the Cardiff situation and we can't talk too much on the Nottingham situation because obviously these two teams are teams that no longer have home games for the Challenge Cup semi-final. Uh, however, Belfast and Sheffield are the, the two key teams. Now, uh, I haven't had a chance to look, so I don't know offhand if Sheffield, as part of their season ticket, uh, actually included these games. But Belfast did. Uh, Belfast did sell their season tickets for this season on the basis that all League and Challenge Cup games would be covered. That's obviously no longer the case and we're yet to hear anything about what is effectively the loss of value of a season ticket. Uh, guys, I know that you guys don't have any skin in the game. I do. I'm going to be very careful about what I say uh, when we're talking about this story because I don't want all of a sudden my barcode to not work when I go through the stalls anymore. Um, <laughs> Dave, what
2: what's your thoughts on the situation with this? Uh, yes, so I, I totally understand why they're doing it. They just did it arse about face. They announced the fact that... Sorry, first, they edited their website, which I have proved with the Wayback machine. It's easy done. Anyone can do it with a computer. Um, on the day that they announced that they ha- people had to pay, they changed their website to take off uh, the all uh, Challenge Cup games. They changed it to the quarterfinals or whatever it was. They um, changed it
0: to the uh, group stages. Group stages. Uh, yes. No, okay.
2: I, I want to. I want to discuss that in a second as well. Um, so then they do, they done that, and then they announced that you season ticket holders would get a discounted rate, as if we were. They were always meant to pay for it, which wasn't the case. Um, and then they brought out a statement and said, oh, no, no, that's because uh, you we're having to do it as a league event because the Nottingham Panthers don't have a home game. And so they've done it completely arse about face. What they should have done was have this statement come out first, this one, the one that's on the the link, that says that it's a league event. And because of the two the two cancelled games, the, there's now going to be um, a flat fee for all tickets, whether you're seeing ticket holder or not. Um and then leave it with the giants to fix their um product that they've sold because they have sold a product uh, and there is a contract and um, that they should be honoring um now they have the opportunity to value that game at whatever way they want they could say oh well it's only you know it's not a league game it's a Challenge cup game so we'll give you a fiver you know what I mean or something um or they give you nothing but if they give you nothing they're in breach of their their contracts. Now, the, the problem you have here is you can't fight it if you want to fight it all you'll do is you'll lose the you'll get your uh, refund on the remainder of your uh, league uh, you'll get that and you're, you'll get your season ticket cancelled that's just the way it will, that's the way these things run and that's what happens for example if you buy a car that was meant to come with like a i don't know a free years uh, service and then they negate the on the free year service they'll, they'll say well, well right then give me the car back and we'll cancel the finance you know, that's the same same thing, and that's the way they run it. It's just the way the contracts because you're in breach, they're in breach of contract, so they just void the contract. Um, and that's what they, you know, so there's nothing you can really do for these things, you know. It's um, it's just surely one of those... there's more to it than, than than that
1: coming from being a, a team. They don't want to, no, they've already, like, pissed, they've, already, they've already pissed off <laughs> quite a few yeah, people so here with this. That's what I'm saying. So they're not, the... not going to like go right well your your complete ticket's completely void no no Jeez. this is if
2: you decide to challenge them on a legal grounds yeah. um yeah. they have a good faith thing to do here that they should be doing um, but they yes. have no legal obligation to do that um no they don't
0: and it's it's interesting you you talked there dave about the the fact that they changed the the website to show the the change of offering now that that change went from all league and challenge cup games at the sse arena to the the reworded version was all um league and challenge cup group stage games now what's interesting uh, when you think about what's happened here is we've already played a quarter final against uh the coventry blaze the coventry blaze game was not a group stage game it was in fact a knockout stage game and i got in with my season ticket um uh, Again, I'm gonna be very careful about what I say here because there's not too many John Fords with season tickets. Um, so I mean Aaron based on that information and what Dave said it's it's a it's a tricky
1: situation, isn't it? Yeah yeah I, I don't know' <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right like' I'm, we're in a slightly different situation where I'm looking at it going hey, a tenner for a ticket that's all right. You know, it's it's going to bring more uh, more people to a game, but I can completely see it. They should be doing something for for the season ticket holders, especially the way uh, I think Dave mentioned that they were they said that they would offer a discounted ticket. Okay, yep, I get it is a discounted ticket, but it's a discounted ticket for everyone. You know, for for Joe does Yeah, so the, season ticket, so it for, should
0: for for season ticket holders. Just to clarify, what's happening for the season ticket holders is. That they they aren't offering uh an additional um sort of discount or anything. All that you're yeah. able to do is uh, go in and secure your season ticket seat um yeah. for a week. Now I believe I think the statement came out last week. Um so I think it's actually today or yesterday was the cutoff. Uh if you can't tell by the way that I'm talking, I clearly haven't bought my season ticket seat. Um because I'm at this point I'm undecided as to whether I'm going to the game or not. Um, Now, I'll guarantee you, it'll get to the day and I'll buy the ticket. I'll still end up going. uh, As long as probably at least one of you guys are going, I'll probably go. Um, But it it is one of these things that just kind of rubs you up the wrong way when you're sold one thing on a trust basis. And again, I totally understand why they've had to do it. The decision has been taken out of the Giants' hands. This isn't a Giants decision. Let's be totally honest
2: or be completely fair to the team.
0: This isn't a Giants decision. This is an elite
2: league decision. Well, you say that. It was their decision to edit their website and to try and hide it. Um, As I said, it's arch by face. If they were totally honest with their fans from day one, I don't think there's a Giants fan out there that would have complained. Yeah. It's the fact that there's the dishonesty. We're not, we don't want, No, nobody really wants to complain. They just want to go and watch hockey and enjoy ourselves. They don't want to mm. see the Giants go into their website and change the thing to make it look like they're, they're the ones at fault, you know. And uh, I don't, as I said, if you had came out to the Giants and said, because of Corona and cancelling one of the legs, we have to do a flat fee for the games. Sorry, uh, season ticket holders, we will do something. I guarantee everybody went, oh, well, I'm not too happy about it, but oh well. You know. Yeah. And like
0: let's let's be totally honest. Like we we say that we were sold a product and we we're not getting that product at the start of the season or even a year and a half ago. Because uh, I rolled over my ticket from the season that never happened. Um, the the chances of going through to the knockout stages and getting to the semi final stage of Challenge Cup is not a given. We we're not we're not guaranteed those extra two home games. Uh, what might actually turn out to be an extra three home games if the rumours of the statement that Cardiff put out are to be believed and if we go through the higher seed gets the home game it's no longer a a neutral venue game at Cardiff anymore uh, for the the one-off final Um, we're not guaranteed those games so I mean is there a value to those tickets to, to the tickets to those games It could be argued that there is no value in the season ticket for those games because we're not guaranteed those. Uh, What the Giants are guaranteeing by giving you those in a normal season is bums on seats for a game that might be on a Wednesday night Um, and hoping that half or three quarters of their season ticket seats are filled on that night so they've got a crowd on a school night. Um, So it's a tricky one. I get both sides. But like you say, Dave, it's the, and I don't want to call it dishonesty, I, I just want to call it maybe miscommunication quiet, miscommunicating and quietly not, hiding it, quietly it, it, hiding the previous statement or trying it, to is, a miscommunication, is the thing that rubs you up.
2: A miscommunication would have been if they added an additional page. It's the fact yeah, that, the, okay. and, and it's not even that they edited the new uh, se- season ticket page, they edited last year's season ticket page. So it has, oh. uh, you know, 2021 20, to 2022 season, and they edited that one. It's, it is complete. It's If I'd done that in work, I would get fired. You know, and yeah. it's just the way it is. its is. Uh, they're amending, they're trying to amend the facts. And I, I, as I said, if they'd have came out and been honest from the start, nobody would have had a problem.
0: Yeah. Mm. Look, it's something that will rumble on. Uh, I'd like to think that we'll hear something further from the Giants. Uh, I'm not entirely sure that we will, um, but... We'll we'll wait to see if uh, anything gets mentioned, especially with the prospect of playoff hockey coming around. Again, games that were not guaranteed. Could that be something that could be used to um, maybe, I don't want to say butter up, but give something back to season ticket holders who've potentially lost out there. But again, we'll leave that there and we'll move on. Um, Guys, something strange happened across the Elite League over the last week or so, and it involved chocolate bars. Um, don't ask me where this has all come from, um, but well, actually, I can't tell you where it's all come from. As with all things <laughs> strange in the elite league, it came from Sheffield. Let's let's be honest. Um, so Marty uh, threw this up. We we had a quick discussion about this on the the group chat. Um, the Sheffield Steelers last weekend had a one time only Kit Kat toss. That's a very difficult thing to say if you're trying to keep it PG. Um, Evan Mosey in Sheffield's... I want to say Sheffield Steelers podcast. They put it in their press releases, the Sheffield Steelers podcast. As far as I can tell, it's just stuff that they throw up on their website every now and then as audio clips. Um, But Evan Mosey said that his favourite chocolate bar is a Kit Kat. And he said in this podcast that um, I think if he scored or if the team won he wanted Kit Kats thrown on the ice. So, of course, they they had their Kit Kat night, they, they won the game that night and Kit Kats got thrown on the ice. But that's not the big story, is it? Because this went further than Sheffield and it went further than Evan Mosey. The Cardiff Devils latched onto this on their social media and went and asked Mac Carruth what his favourite chocolate bar was. And it turns out his favourite is a Twix. Well, didn't that just go down fantastically with the the Belfast crowd, especially on the Friday game in Belfast? Matt barely made it through half of the third period before he was pulled after what was a disastrous showing. Um, Now, we're going to talk more about that game later on against the Belfast Giants. Um, And he took a bit of stick for it, uh, including from our own Finn McCool, who was... uh, Brandishing a, a lovely sign, uh, promising Twixes for two points. Well, Finn, I hope you followed through, and I hope uh, Matt got his Twix on the night, um, guys. This is a this is a weird one, isn't it? Because um, most most of the time, hockey teams are telling you not to throw anything on the ice. Now, obviously, that there there are traditions. There are teams who, um, so say, an example for Nashville, we throw a catfish on the ice uh, at least once a season. Um, as a, a tradition uh, I think is it um, is it Detroit? One
1: catfish or De- everyone brings a catfish? I think one person brings a catfish normally, <laughs>
0: normally so what happens is it has to be snuck into the arena uh, so it has to be a fan who sneaks it into the arena I think the same as with the Detroit Octopus yeah,
2: um, well, the, okay, a fan has to sneak the, it in it's not official it's the it's actually the well I don't know if it is still now because obviously they've moved around since then but it used to be the local fishmonger used to sneak it in, uh, sneak in the uh, Octopus. And that's for... Cause it used to be um, eight wins to win the Stanley Cup. And that's, it was always in the first uh, first match, the Stanley Cup finals. They would have threw the, the Octopus on. And if they, it was like, right. good luck, if they won them all, then they, they, there's eight, 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 games, eight games to win it. Um,
0: yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so... Now obviously there's other traditions as well and there's another fine tradition uh, of throwing things on the ice that we saw in that very game against Cardiff and it's the old hat trick uh, with JJ Picanich in 12 minutes in the first period managing to get a a hat trick and the hats flew. Um, And fair shout to the... There was a few guys around on the far side from us who threw hats on. The boomerang guys, fair play. The hat budget for boomerang must be a hell of a lot bigger than what my budget for hats is. Um, the the rate that they're having to throw them on the ice this year. Um, but a statement was put out, um, I think, from a, a couple of places, and the, the Steelers have confirmed that the, their Kit Kat toss would be a one-time only uh, event. They said it was a, a bit of fun, uh, but it should not carry on uh, through the rest of the games in the future. Um, obviously, there's a risk Comes with throwing anything onto a playing surface, and the last thing you want to be doing is encouraging things to be thrown on the ice. You could get some whipped with a kick Kat, like not you? Oh, wow. Well, my my thing would be, my, you've got you've got like a four a four finger Kit Kat. That that's fine. That might bounce. You go at someone with a Kit Kat chunky. I mean, you're you're going to be lucky to not get an assault charge against you for that one.
1: So so that, that was us? a bit of fun. What would you go for if you were able to get something sort of like if you could go, hey, uh, I love a good boujum, uh jalapenos uh, sour cream?
0: Here, oh, someone got a burrito bowl.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, maybe, as long as they're me, not fired we, at
0: you at the rate that the subways are in Belfast,
1: that well, would
0: be terrifying. What chocolate bar would you go for? Ooh. Who are you throwing that to first?
2: Uh, Dave. Uh, pff, 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 good Snickers. Good Snickers. Good Snickers. Oh. Yeah. I love good <laughs> Snickers. Okay. Um, John. John's a bit too I old. He thinks know. it's all called marathons. You see, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm younger than all of you. You look older than us. <laughs> I'm a
1: good two years younger
0: than all of you guys.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> um, um <sighs> I don't know. I, I'm i really boring when it comes to chocolate. I, I just like... He, he I like, like a, a bit of dairy Turkish milk. Guy. I'm a dairy. I'm a dairy milk guy. Yeah. D- oh, to dairy. be fair, I'm kind of dressed like. Um, <laughs> what was the guy in black? What was? The, what was the guy in dairy? Uh, the dairy
2: milk. Dairy milk. Dairy uh, milk. I'm kind of dressed like tra- the. A, I'm milk, dressed like the council or estate or milk, or milk tray. tray. Milk tray. Milk
0: tray. That's what it was. I'm. I'm dressed like the council estate milk tray man at the minute, all in <laughs> black. Um, no, a bit of dairy milk. I, I love dairy a bit milk. of dairy milk. But if you're gonna throw it, it would have to be. Because you know the way that chocolate bars have gotten smaller and smaller and smaller? It would have to be... Someone would have to go and find either one of the old school ones yes. where the, the, it's about that, like two inches thick. Or, like Dave will say, like the family bar. Someone's going to have to wing that on if I ever score a hat-trick.
1: Like the old Yorkies. Remember the York yeah. bars you used to get? <laughs> yep. Get one of those, knock you out. Looks like a brick. <laughs> it was. What about, what about you, er? Uh Toblern?
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> no, we're <never laughs> not. Star Bar, Star Bars are good at the moment. Oh,
2: Star Bars a good bar. Yeah, be interesting. Be my wonder,
0: wonder, my wonder answers. what Marty would go. With. What, what chocolate bar can we insult him the most by saying that he'd want thrown on? Turkish delight. I bet he's a Turkish delight w- kind of guy. Say,
1: yeah, well, bounty. Oh bounty yeah, he's bounty. yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, he's bounty. definitely. He's that
0: guy, isn't he? At Christmas, he's the guy that just grazes he's all up. the empty boxes for bounties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Marty, we know you're sick and everything, but you get no sympathy here. Um, Right, we'll leave that one there. So just remember, kids, don't be throwing chocolate onto the ice or you may be asked to leave the arena. Um, Guys, I'm going to take things over to Dundee now. Um, We spoke about this uh, quite a long time ago, actually. I think we spoke about this probably about a year ago on the podcast Um, This is the story that former Dundee star player Lucas Nielsen has been back in court in Dundee. Um, He has been ordered to pay compensation to the man whose jaw he broke during a night out. um, After having beaten the Flyers in Dundee, the players went out. Um, The former Stars player um, knocked his victim unconscious. Um, Now, I mean... Beating the Flyers is one thing. You beat them four-one. That's fine. Everyone beats the Flyers. You don't have to go out and knock people out for that. That's about to
2: say. Like, it's a it's a bad day when you have to be excited about that one. Look. I mean, it's a, I
0: know it's a local derby and everything. Like, I grew up watching those games, and they were they were they were tough four. games. They were tight <laughs> games. But even still, um, but I mean, in all seriousness, guys, like we're we're laughing and joking here. This is a fairly serious situation. He also uh, assaulted the the guy's girlfriend as well, pushing her to the floor. Ooh. Um but he's been ordered to pay um, compensation. I believe it's in the region of £3,000 uh, 3, to the victim. 2200 yeah, My favourite part of the entire story is that he has said to the court that he will have to ask his parents to pay uh, his fine for him because his current professional team hasn't paid him yet.
2: Oh. Grass isn't always greener, as they say.
0: Well, exactly. Um, it's... <sighs> I mean, this is the sort of thing. Also, that
1: you... three thousand two hundred for a broken jaw—that seems a bit low,
2: doesn't it, see just... <laughs> Seems <laughs> like a that bit low. You... That would keep you off work, like. Um, yeah. Well, you wouldn't want to be like I couldn't go to work. I couldn't talk to anybody. No.
0: I know. Yeah, so. I it's...
2: it's it's not great, and. We can, we can get out of bed for three thousand
0: pounds. I mean. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. Was he up in front of Dops? I wonder, did Dops just take control of that uh, courtroom for the day. No, no, because they told us. 3, uh no, He's not. He's not a repeat offender. So we'll, we'll just put they this down. That, no, they told us
2: the fine. It can't be Dops. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a very good but point.
1: Are are uh, like seriously? Are Dundee Star? Are the Dundee Star's doing anything about this? No. So no, so don't he, don't he he don't play doesn't play them, for
0: so. them anymore. So this was three oh, years okay. ago. Um and he is no longer a, a Stars player. Uh, he's no he's longer connected Polish? to the team. He's working. He's playing for a Polish team now. Um. So the the Stars, the Stars. I don't think in the in this story certainly by the Daily Record weren't approached for a a, a comment because he's no longer an employee of the team. Uh, although he okay. was at the time. I think I do remember when this was brought to court. The Stars did make a, a statement. Um. But I think it was brought to court after the end of the season. Again, when he was no longer a Stars employee. Um. So hey, that's because their
2: season ends earlier than everybody else's. Does well. <laughs> I mean, over
0: here, two weeks earlier. But uh, yeah. So I mean, it's I'm we're good we're any, good, we're, uh, good, we're good at we're good at keeping up with our. There's another repeat one. Yeah. You'd have to go back about twelve podcasts to find the last time we spoke about this. But uh, there you go. There's the there's the update. And uh, poor uh, poor uh, Lucas is gonna have to get his parents to pay his fine for him. They'll have to come out of his pocket money um guys then i'm gonna bring it back to the elite league and uh, this is a guy that we spoke about um or well that um we spoke about in our uh group chat i think we spoke about uh, the fact that he had left his uh nihl team uh but this is dave whistle is on the move and i'm just saying in our group chat i called this
2: i think you mentioned it in the podcast so yeah so i did i, I think O-Bite. i did yeah i think O-O-Bite. i mentioned that's right yeah. <laughs> i mentioned it at the time it is a really unfortunate picture of Dave Whistle. They've used for the, it's <laughs> it like, is. I yeah. think that's that's clearly the quality of it is
0: clearly a fairly new photo. So I think it's been taken in Leeds when he was uh, uh, coached there. Um, but yeah, this is the, the story that Dave Whistle has joined the coaching staff of, of the Nottingham Panthers for the remainder of the 2021-22 season. Uh, obviously we know that uh, the Panthers are a team in a little bit of disarray. Um, their GM, uh, I'm going to get this wrong because there's only ever two geese. I remember being in the Elite League and it's either Guy Lapine or um, it's not Guy Lepine, is it? It's Guy Set is yeah. It's Doucette. Guy Set is the GM in, yeah. in Nottingham. Uh, he's brought in Dave uh, alongside the the current acting coach uh, behind the, the bench uh, and brought in a, the experience that Dave brings. Uh, he's obviously got experience of the... Um, well, I don't want to say the, it wasn't the Elite League, it was the ISL days yeah, uh, Dave Super was league, here in yeah. Belfast, wasn't it? Super um, League, yeah. So he'll be assisting Mark Matheson in training and, during the week and on the bench during game days. Um, Dave, what's the what's the thoughts? I don't really know too much about Dave. I don't have much experience of him, uh, obviously, because I'm a, a blow-in fan, if you like. But uh, what's your yeah. thoughts on going into Nottingham? He, he
2: did obviously did a cracking job when he uh, basically set up uh, the Giants um, when it came to the team. He um, brought quite a number of the Bracknell Bees from back in the day. Uh, big names that we all know. You know, uh, Kalman uh, came with him. Um, so did um, Colin Ward I think as well. So, you know, there's there's big names there that uh, came with him. However, he hasn't been at that level in a while. He did coach, I'm uh, nearly certain he spent a few seasons. Uh, you know, he says dear. He done a few seasons in Germany. So, like he is a good caliber coach, um, but it's—is it too much of an ask? It's a bit of a jump to go from the uh, NIHL up to the Elite League. Um, but they can't go any worse than they are currently, um, yeah, yeah. you know. So hopefully, like, and he does, as it says in the thing, they, they do have a wealth of experience um, in in hockey, so he should have a lot to, to delve on. Um, well, I didn't—I uh, didn't realize that uh, Rick Strachan had retired. That must have been a start of the season or something. Um, I think he
0: did. Yeah, that he he was he was away
2: because uh, that would be that would have been a big loss for them uh, because again the wealth of it'd be the same as our, our our own Rob Stewart, you know, the the knowledge and uh, history of hockey and just general knowledge about hockey that they bring haven't been uh, have not been in the game for so long is like yeah, irreplaceable.
0: So you say that and and obviously we talked about the the wealth of experience that Dave brings to him. Aaron, I mean, we know they've already chewed through a coach this season. Um, they they've had other other on and off ice uh, things have happened in Nottingham this season. Um, is Dave the guy to steady that ship? Um, can he can he help them towards any silverware? I mean, realistically, they've got
1: to be looking at playoffs now. Surely, uh, He's... is I on with Dave? that He's saying there that uh, it might be a big big jump but he has proven himself in, in 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 the past so there is a good chance that he he could but I I, I am just a bit wary that it might be a bit too late li- not too little not too but just a bit too late for it yeah, I don't know. Another, we, yeah. is is there is there how many games is there left I know' we're, we're not we're not like in the in the last burning days here but um, well, realistically, when
0: you look at the the way that games have had to be put back, we're actually only just in the second half of the season now.
1: All right. Um, mm, okay. Well, they might be able to swing something around. I don't know if there is a there's quite a gap between Nottingham and and. Uh,
0: don't, just, don't get me uh, wrong. I, I think the I think the league is. Uh, I think the league. There's three teams who are in with the chance of the league. I, I don't think Nottingham are there. And I, I've done them a disservice, I think, by saying they've got their eyes on playoffs. Let's be perfectly honest, they're still in with every chance of winning the Challenge Cup as much as Belfast are. They, they have a game here in Belfast against the Giants in the semi-final. Uh, as far as they're concerned, it's two games to a trophy, uh, the same as us. Yeah. Uh, but does is Dave that steadying hand that's going to you know, um, bring bring that team success this
2: season? You know what, actually, uh, I just had a quick Google and I, I clean forgot. Um, but he took over in Cardiff when, uh, remember, Brett Pope was ousted. Brett Pope, ousted yep. He came in and he was the guy that took over interim um, at around the same time of year. And um, he took over in the 16th of Feb that season. He's taken over in the 5th of Feb okay. uh, this season. Um, so they, you know, there's a history of that. And I, I'm nearly certain it was that Andrew Lord came in straight after that. Yep. Um, and then that we know what happened to Cardiff. You know, they went on to just literally win everything. Um, so maybe do you think Dave Whistle? Do you think Dave Whistle then is that guy that can go in? He's
0: the guy to hit the reset button and yeah. then a team can go from there. He's maybe not the guy to build it on, but he's
2: the guy to stop the boat rocking. He would be a perfect um, bench coach to stay with the Panthers, in my opinion, in the same role, that, as I said, the Rob Stewart and uh, Rick Strachan, those heavy hockey knowledge and then get a um, get someone else to come in and lead the team. Um, but be there... Because you need that. You need that to win trophies. You can't do it without it. Um, and... Uh, I think he might, it might be a good good shout for him. But can he take a back seat? You only know. You find out whenever that happens. He's a, He's always been a leader. So.
0: That's it. Well, I'll tell you what. It won't be long before we'll find out. That the Panthers will be here in a couple of weeks. And uh, we'll we'll find out what shape they're in. Uh, based on what we've seen so far this season. Uh, guys, there's only one more story for um, the first period. And this is one that actually broke just a couple of hours ago. Um now, I'm going to read this off the story because I haven't even had enough time to, to read this. This comes from the EIHA. And this is the news that the EIHA and uh, AI camera manufacturer Pixelot have linked up to offer free video systems to junior clubs. Um, mm. So, these AI automated video production specialists, Pixelot, are going to supply their mobile camera systems, the Pixelot Air, not an ad. Um, to the junior clubs at no cost for two years. Teams that are associated with these junior clubs can also piggyback onto the system or purchase their own camera and tripod, all at reduced rates. The Air airs an integrated mobile solution for video capture, review and analysis. Uh, After a game or practice, the video is available for coding, tagging, annotating on their uh, built-in app. Uh, it's the ultimate sports camera for tracking and recording every play, according to their own PR. Um, board <laughs> this Director podcast Ma- is
1: not sponsored by Pixelot. <laughs> no, apparently not. Well,
0: if they're. Tell you what, if they're putting all these uh, cameras into the EIHA, we absolutely would want to get sponsored by them. You get the Door 14 <laughs> badge on every single camera in the EIHA. Yeah. Um, Board Director Matt Lloyd has said, Junior development is essential to the long-term sustainability and growth in our sport. In recognition of this, the EIHA board have chosen to invest in providing the Pixelot system at no cost to junior clubs. This will enable clubs to have the latest technology to support the development of our junior players. The board also realises that our senior clubs, including women's and rec teams, could benefit from access to the systems and have negotiated affordable rates for them to join the scheme and realise the benefits. Now, guys, another thing that I found out about this just through uh, having a quick look on Twitter, um, Banners on the Wall, again, great source of news for EIHA stuff, um, has uh, put out a a tweet saying that um, he hopes that the uh, NIHL teams who are associated with these junior clubs get involved with this because apparently these cameras can be used to also produce a webcast oh that's pretty cool so the platform allows for online streaming um so this could be a a fairly open and accessible option for these nihl teams and eiha teams to actually produce webcasts i mean that would be fantastic surely
2: i can't see any drawback to that myself
0: um and we we talk about development being absolutely key and um Matt Lloyd there, uh, the board director for the EHA, makes it fairly clear that this is about long-term sustainability and junior development. Um, Aaron, can't be any drawbacks to that, can there?
1: No, I'm actually, I'm trying to scrub through the video here to find out more about, like, like it seems like there's a lot more, whoa, a lot more to the system. It's not just camera, like, it's, it's, it's AI, so it's, they're able to track individual players and review. I think it looks class. It it looks like like an
0: absolutely brilliant system. I mean, this is something that I hope the Elite League has and we just haven't heard about it.
1: I've got to admit, see, the first time I saw it, I was like, have
2: they put a camera in a puck? (laughs) 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 Could could you imagine? Um, It, uh, it, It sounds to be something that's got maybe a very expensive monthly fee and they're sort of yeah. reeling them in, you know, <laughs> here's yeah, get, free for a couple of years. Here's, here's your two year free trial. And then the <laughs>
0: subscription hits and it's
1: 8,000 pounds
0: and you're first born a year.
1: I don't know. I'm trying, I'm on the website trying to find out about costs or anything like that, but I don't see anything there. Must I mean feel like expensive. this is
0: one of those products that doesn't give you the price until you hit buy. Like put, you your card, put your credit card, put your credit card information yeah. in and then we'll tell you how much we're going to take every month.
1: There, that's That's good look,
0: that 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 sort of development that's that's fantastic if it does lead to um, improvements in junior development or even the webcasts or even if they're throwing stuff out on facebook live uh, or uh, onto youtube live for people just to watch uh, that would be absolutely fantastic guys unless there's anything else that brings us to the end of period one and we will move very swiftly on to period two
2: hello and uh, welcome to period two um this is where we'll talk about evander kane uh, for another <laughs> episode um so the this uh, as we close the recording of last uh, the last podcast evander kane was signed to the edmonton oilers which was a yeah john's made the face i made when i read about it um which was a bit of a shock um, i can understand why you get a top line forward for a budget uh, price but he also comes with a heck of a lot of bag- baggage, um, especially for a Canadian team. Um, it's with the, the rules he were breaking were a hell of a lot more serious in Canada than they were in the US. Um, so he made that move, as I said, two weeks ago. Um, he's had a few games. Um, I haven't seen any decent stats. But he did get binned into the bench. <laughs> this is <brilliant>. growing. <laughs> He was, during the uh, um, Washington Caps uh, game, he gets completely binned into the bench. He's not paying any oh, attention. He, he gets um, completely bodied. <laughs> he steps He steps up and just looks around him going, yous aren't Oilers. <laughs> do, you, do you
0: know what? Do you know what? Do you know, do you know what? Cheers to that. Uh, I'll drink one to that.
2: <laughs> I thought it was uh, it's worth watching. Give it a wee uh, watch whenever you get a few seconds um, when you after you listen to the podcast, or if you're watching it on on YouTube, you'll find it in our uh, uh, on our website. Um, but yes, it is worth a watch if you've been following Evander Kane, um, and it's probably a nice way, hopefully, to end Evander Kane watch um, because we're hoping that he doesn't <laughs> do anything else stupid.
0: <laughs> do you know what? See see the whole thing. See the fact that he signed in Edmonton. To me, that's a good news story because. At one point, I think probably all of our teams were linked to potentially Never. signing him, and mm. I think all of us were just holding our breath, yeah. hoping it didn't happen. Well, well that, all you need it to was do going is going to be
1: Toronto, did it? Yeah, it, looked it looked like Toronto yeah, like for to a while. Tomorrow, yeah.
2: um, if it had went to the parade, sure, we could have got. We know how to get rid of him. You just buy his jersey.
1: <laughs> oh, i would
0: have i would have i'm not even joking i would have gone straight to china i would have bought that jersey and i would have burned that jersey straight away
2: oh so yeah so give that wee video watch when you get a chance um okay so i will take marty give us some uh, has given us a cracking couple of stories um
1: I- <laughs> sorry sorry aaron have you forgotten how to podcast <laughs> I
2: have. It's I, even worse, I he's forgotten no, how on, to use his computer.
1: Yeah, I only <laughs> noticed that Dave kept saying about watching it on YouTube and I was like, but there's no link and then I just looked down to the next story. <laughs> but my favorite part the of the whole my favorite part yeah. of the whole thing is, you're wearing headphones. I <laughs> know. I don't know understand why that happens. <laughs> um, hold on, I'm gonna go watch this
2: again. Dave, different. carry on while he watches.
1: <laughs> <it>?
2: <laughs> oh, I think you broke me out. Um, yeah, so Marty's give us a few video, or a few stories. Um, Sorry. That
1: uh, video's <laughs> 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 amazing.
2: Hi- highly, highly professional podcast we are. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> See what happens. I try Mar- t- <laughs> straight away as soon <laughs> as Marty,
0: as soon as Marty wasn't here, this was all going to go to hell. <laughs> yep, yeah. Right, I'm
1: back, did, did, I'm back in the room. I'm back
2: in the room. Did you see the bit I was talking about, Iron, where he gets up from the benches sort or of looks around him to try and figure out where he is? <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's good. It's great. It is good. I love it. I think he there thought was, for a minute he
0: was back in San Jose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, bye.
2: Bye. No, no bother, no bother. So, uh, yeah, Mar- <laughs> Marty's give us a few stories. Um, uh, I'll grab one here, John, if you grab the other. I'm going to do the um, Olympics, um, and it. then you can do the next one. So. During the USA Finland game, something really weird happened. Um, so, during the game, um, it was coming to the, the closing, a uh, few minutes of the game, and uh, Finland were on a, a power play and uh, came in on, the, on a breakaway. It was two on one, had a really cracking shot, uh, but it hit the post, or so we Ooh. were told. Um, so, they then play on the game. I think they lost five two or five one or, or something. It was a it was definitely a USA win. But at the final whistle the refs disappear off into their wee review box going, did we maybe miss something? And uh, when you watch back the clip which which we'll put up is um, on that breakaway, on that power play, the shot rang out and hit the back of the post, hit the back of the net. Uh, bouncing off the uh, in-net camera and the refs just totally missed it, totally biffed it. Oh, no! And uh, just let the game play on. So after the review, they then had to restart the game, roll back the clock to, I think it was two or three minutes to go, and then play the last two minutes again. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Yeah, so it was a bit... um, they were a bit lost, is the best way to put it, and I don't think anybody really knew what was happening. Even the announcer, the uh, it was, uh, Aaron Murphy, uh, was doing the commentating on it. and he was like, "You see this shot? He hits, she hits the post, and just doesn't make it in." And then you can see in his hearing his voice where he goes, "Oh, uh, that uh, that sort of hits the back of the post." That's the back of the post. <laughs> <end." laughs> <That> goes <was> in, <laughs> um, and he was like, "They think they're going to review this." He thought they were just going to award the goal, um, but I was sat chatting to to on about this before the recording, and I think the reason they backed the clock is they, that they're not allowed to re-ref, so they can't award penalties or goals or stuff after a game. Um, okay, so they had to roll it back to. In play. See, the
0: only the only thing I can imagine that's happened there is that that's hit the ca- and and when you look at the camera, uh, the angle from sort of centre ice, it, it does look like the the puck hits the. The post. If you're not paying too much attention, it looks like it hits the post and swings out the back of the other side of the, the goalie, but when you're actually looking at it thinking there's a goal here, you can actually clearly see it hit the camera. But the only thing I can think that happens in this is there obviously isn't another break in play between that goal happening and the end of the period and the end of the game, so that's realistically that's the only time the refs have got to go and actually review it. If yeah. someone someone mm. watching the the video in uh, it's obviously not Toronto, but in Toronto is watching the game and goes, uh, "Hang on a minute, guys, you've, you've missed something here." So they've then got to go and review it and then roll back the clock. But it's just it's unusual for it to be sort of three four minutes of play without a whistle yeah. and then having to go back and do a goal review. It's just. It's bad luck for everyone, really.
2: Yeah, it's it's the thing that got me was that the um, it does look like it hits. I thought it when I watched it, it was going post, post, and out because um, yep. it's super. It is a super fast shot, like it's a, a proper NHL grade yep. uh, shot. Like that's not that's not messing around like that. That was some pelt, and I thought it just went post, post, and out. And you see that all the time, uh, well, not all the time. You see that in really high caliber <laughs> games where they're just so close um, that it's hard to tell. But. Uh, um, I think yeah, you're you're totally right there, John. It was the, they couldn't there's no break in play, but because the refs missed it initially, they I thought they would have you know they probably would have whistled if they'd have been a bit more, you know, on par. But well, that's it, again, it was it was awarded. It was awarded, yeah. yeah, and then they had to replay yeah. the last few minutes. It was rewarded so, the so they actually
0: the, the players all played sixty plus minutes on that one without right. overtime because
2: they had to roll the clock back to the time of the goal. Now, the, the issue would have been is if there had have been another goal. Yeah. Because um, you get that in rugby sometimes, um, where if the, there's, say, a penalty, then a penalty, you know, you miss, someone loses their penalty, you know, the you sometimes get that, but you never get it where they just wipe out someone's goal um, yeah. or someone's points. That would be a, a bit of a car crash. So that's where the, you know, what would have happened there, but thank Christ it didn't, because it was, it would have been a whole different story.
0: Uh, it um, could have been very, very different.
2: Yeah, so the video's up, or the video's there. We'll get it up. Uh, have a watch. It's, yeah, uh, it'll be on our website. Yeah, It's definitely worth a watch.
1: Um... Unbelievable. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. I, I, don't, I don't understand why I keep saying this. I'm going to be totally honest with on. you right
0: now. I'm going to be totally honest with you right now. A couple of times I have heard echoes of mine and Dave's voice. I'm pretty sure you're currently no. just wearing...
1: Earmuffs. <laughs> earmuffs. <laughs> I think you're just wearing earmuffs and they're Gap, not actually yeah. doing anything. Gas prices are going up. you got to keep yourself warm somehow. <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: the most expensive earmuffs I've ever seen, and I'm wearing one similar. My, mine are plugged in, though.
2: Yeah. We're, anyway, where are mine? Sorry. Where are mine? I have them too. I don't know what I've done with them. This yeah, isn't a show. tech podcast. <laughs> The uh, yeah, so um, yeah, give out a watch. It's definitely worth uh, for something that I've never seen before in my far too long worth time of watching hockey. So um, you just forget how old you are. Yeah, no, I've forgotten how long I've been watching hockey, and I don't really want to tell anybody. <laughs> we we did have was it Dean Smith, where we had to play I, I the play. I I wondered day? if you were going to bring this up.
0: They've forgotten over time. I was going to say, was it? Was it Dean Smith who was uh, a referee in the, the Olympics? I have to be really careful <laughs> with this because I can never remember when we... This was about the time that we started the podcast. And I, I want to say we were a podcast, but we had a Twitter page at this point. And I think Marty went on and slandered a referee. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was the, was the wrong, wrong referee. Oh. It, was it Darnell? Was it Darnell? It was he had Darnell. a and yeah, it, was yeah. actually, it was actually Hicks. Hexy, it was Hexy. It was uh, Hixie? Right. Yeah, it was. It was absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Again, Marty, you're not here to defend yourself, and we're just going
2: to absolutely I, say it was you. I think I did something similar with Dean Smith once. Um, give, give him a pure dog's abuse, and he just—it wasn't him. Well, he wasn't there. <laughs> he was <in> like <laughs> uh, he was in like Cardiff or something. But I, I never found out who the ref was. It was before we got the game sheets and stuff. Oh, <sighs> I mean, so yeah, so I will fire uh, Marty's other one over to you, um, which has a lovely tie-in. Uh, to to Northern Ireland, Belfast.
0: It does. Um, so this was the announcement um, yesterday. In fact, uh, that long-time Boston Bruins netminder Tucker Rask is finally hanging up the skates. Um, anyone? There's quite a lot of Bruins fans in Belfast uh, and around the Elite League, and probably within people who listen to us uh, and currently now watch us on YouTube. Um, Tucker hasn't been playing this season uh, because he took the decision last summer to head off and get hip surgery. Uh, But he made his announcement through the Boston Bruins Twitter page yesterday to announce that he is finally going to hang up skates and unfortunately is retiring from hockey. Um, Dave mentioned that uh, there is a a bit of a link to Belfast. And obviously, us here in Belfast, we we know we have a a link to, quite a heavy link to Boston, what with the the Boston and, and Ireland link. Um, but especially with Tucker and the Bruins uh, as how many years ago is that going to be now? 10
2: years ago, 11 years ago, 11 years. Yeah. must be 11
0: years ago. Um, The Boston Bruins did a a tour of Europe and a few other countries, but it was the the Belfast Giants 10th anniversary season. And as part of that, the Boston Bruins came here and played a Belfast Giants select team. Uh, There is still a fantastic, I think it's still in the arena somewhere the fantastic uh, picture of I think is it Murph with standing with Rask um, on the ice which is fantastic Um, but uh, in his uh, retirement announcement um, Tucker does say that uh, he's shared so many special memories over the years bringing the Cup back to Boston in 2011 uh, our runs to the final in 2013 and 2019 and playing overseas in the Czech Republic Northern Ireland and China Um, so there you go, guys. We we got a mention in a mention. Uh, Tucker Rask's uh, retirement announcement. So that's that's nice. There's another little claim to fame. We'll have to get that uh, tweet uh, framed and put <laughs> somewhere in the SSE. <laughs>
2: um, I thought it's it's as much as it was a it's a big thing for his career. It was definitely one of my highlights as a fan. Um, seeing the the Boston Bruins play a Belfast uh, Giants team, even if that Belfast Giants team wasn't made up of all Belfast Giants, um, yeah, but the big names were there. Um, Murph um, was the netminder and played unbelievably um, and big Colin Shields um, was there as well Shields was the captain,
0: was he the captain for that night?
2: I think he was, yeah Because um, I think, is was, that not
0: one of the other famous uh, famous pictures is um, Shed wee... taking the face-off with Chara? Hmm. Um, so I, was... I have to be honest, this was, because this was 11 years ago I had just graduated from uni and i had gone i had obviously started going to a few games with marty uh, mostly cuz they were hopefully i'm not going to get him in trouble here for this but i was getting in for free because he had flexi tickets going <gasps> spare, uh, through his work um so i was getting into the odd game and uh, the the tickets for this game came up and i i i was sold on hockey cuz obviously i grew up with hockey but i wasn't hooked on belfast yet and this just didn't click with me at all about getting a ticket, and by the time I thought about looking for one, of course they were all gone, yeah, so yeah. I, I couldn't get into the game. Um, they weren't
2: cheap, so they weren't they weren't cheap.
1: I can I can imagine. Um, yeah, well, I'm sure they're not tra- they weren't Toronto Maple Leaf prices, like
2: no, no, but they were def- they definitely weren't Belfast chance yeah, prices. <laughs> they were somewhere. I've never, in <laughs> I've never
1: been so happy when Marty told
2: us uh,
0: that he was getting married over COVID. <laughs> the idea. I mean, I know, I know you guys sort of forked out and took us to Vegas and everything for uh, for my stag, but I just saw like my bank account empty and thinking I'm going to have to get uh, <laughs> tickets for the Scotia Bank Arena. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, this well, is going well, well, to be a we going to
1: at some point. Just because you yeah. got that doesn't mean we don't have to. Yeah, we, we can
0: we can get we can get tickets to Toronto and then sit outside it and watch it on somebody's phone. That's <laughs> that's no problem. We'll we'll go that far for you, Marty. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get you get a beer. T-
2: We'll get it, we'll try and get Adam to tweet Sheldon see if he can get us in uh, the fire exit <laughs> Some or something. Tickets. Oh yeah, good. <laughs> open
1: the back door for us, there, uh, would you? Us, us, us and Adam. Us and Adam are yeah, like this. Just like that, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> um. All right. I. Oh no, sorry, Aaron. You've got that story. I do have a story. <laughs> <in the door.
0: laughs> say say that say that with with more shock in your oh, voice. Word.
1: <laughs> oh my word, Aaron, put a story in. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going back to the Olympics uh, uh, for more bizarre scenes. More bizarre than Aaron putting a story into the into the actual podcast. Um, and it's nothing to do with ghosts this time. Um, so what happened was that we saw a delayed face-off um, between Canada and Russia. Did you guys see this? Yeah. So uh, basically, what um, we saw a delayed face-off in Beijing, for an hour on monday before the retire uh, the players returned to the ice wearing face masks and it's all down to covid um basically what happened was it was between uh the canadian uh, women's team and the russian women's team and the was it six of the, their players h- hadn't provided their uh tests um um and the week before uh, a number of the squad had been put into isolation after uh, returning uh, testing positive for the virus. And because there wasn't that maybe clear-cut answer on all of the tests being uh, presented to the Canadian team, they were like, yeah, we're not going under the ice. Uh, if, if we're not sure that these guys aren't, uh, you know, fully negative, we're not putting ourselves at risk. Um, they waited for an hour. It, the fact that they've put on masks, I don't know if... the did the test ever come? Does
0: anyone does anyone know? Yeah, so so I I know more sort of the background of this. So I saw the reports on the morning uh, of this happening. Just saw uh, stuff on social media. So I I threw the game on uh, just quickly mm. just to try and catch up with what was going on. So after the delay, I was able to catch up with the game, but halfway through the first period. Um, so what what effectively happened is with everything that's been going on with ROC uh, the. Uh, what is it? Uh, Russian Olympic Committee. They're not allowed to compete as Russia because they've had doping problems and medical stuff going on in Russia. So they're not allowed to compete as the country of Russia. Uh, but there had been problems with COVID in the um, the camp in the the women's uh, hockey team camp. The tests are supposed to go to the opposition team, or the results are supposed to go there, so that the opposition team can be clear that who they're playing have all tested negative. Before face-off, just after warm-ups, so both teams had warmed up, they'd done their uh, warm-ups on ice, the tests still hadn't been sent through to the American team, to the locker room, uh, so they hadn't received paperwork that they saw as being essential to start the game, so they refused to take to the ice. Uh, The tests, the players came out All the players, Russian, uh, American and uh, the Stripes were all out wearing face masks uh, and played two periods flat out, not missing a beat. And the game was incredible as well. Um, All wearing the masks the whole time. It was absolutely astonishing to watch. Now, for the third period, apparently what happened is the tests finally came out and there was nothing untoward in the reports that went to the uh, Team US camp. So the Russian team... (laughs) Canada. Canada, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, team Team Canada decided that they would continue wearing masks, but the referees, the lines uh, lineswoman, and the Russian team uh, all removed their masks for the third period. Uh, so that caused a little bit more confusion in the commentary box uh, as to what was going on, but it all became clear once news filtered through that the tests had actually arrived. But by that point, the, the Canadians were like, well we've played two periods, we're just going to be super careful and we're going to play the third period wearing them too. And it didn't matter because they still won. it got 6-1. Yeah, they dropped them.
2: Wow. Well, that's if you think about it, it's uh, that they're being at uh, that risk means a hell of a lot more to Canada with their medal hopes yeah. than it does to, yeah. to Russia. So um, yeah, totally. I think if I was in the same boat, I would have done the same thing.
1: Absolutely. Fair play to them for doing that. It's amazing. Well, I just, I find it amazing... Just walking around Tesco, and I'm all for masks, by the way. But sometimes just walking up the stairs with a mask, <laughs> you know, some of the masks I have really restrict the air. But... That
0: that says more about your core fitness than it does about the mask. Let's let's be fair.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um... Let, let's move away from that quickly, because otherwise we're getting into Joe Rogan territory, and like I, I don't I don't want to have to oh, take no. us off Spotify. I don't want Neil oh, Young no. coming
2: at us. If if Neil Young comes at us, we'll we'll surely double up our uh, (laughs) viewers. All right. Um, I don't think think that's everything from period two. Is that right? Yeah. Awesome. We will move swiftly on to period three.
1: Okay. Welcome to period three. Of general knocking news, news. knocking news, man. See so doing knocking news. Months, months, months I've it's waited terrible, just to screw that up for somebody else. <laughs> knocking news. Anyway, we have <laughs> a couple of uh, cracker stories here. One from Marty, which I clicked on to to, to read out, and then realised it was completely in German. So I'm going to quickly pass the book on to John.
2: Okay, Just um, read it read it out verbatim because you know the way your German is yes. really really good. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Um, so
0: uh, first, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Um This was the story. A lot of people, if you're on social media and you're anyway in, uh, interested in hockey, you'll have seen this because this um, this story started small and got bigger and bigger. Uh, the more traction it got online, um, especially if when you look at it's a team looking to rebrand. So this is the Frölunda Indians. Uh, we're looking to update their logo in the wake of um similar changes that have been done to for example the washington redskins who are now were the washington football team and are now the washington commodores or something they've just announced their their new team i've probably got that entirely wrong i can't remember what it is but um they moved away No, no, they've moved away from Washington because who would want to be there Um, unless you're the capitals and you're dominating. Um, But still, Frölunda were looking to move away from the the Indians logo and the the Indians um, branding that they have and move to something that's a little more sensitive and a little less, um, you know, sort of frosty with people. So they came up with what they thought was a a fantastic idea to take the Frölunda F and kind of play around with it a little bit. And they, they put it out, they put it on social media. It's like, here's our here's our new rebrand. And uh, yeah, everyone on social media kind of went, uh, guys. Maybe not. The way, <laughs> the way those two Fs are, that kind of looks like something from the 1930s. Um, and uh, yeah. I mean, we some, some... We, dis- we discussed this. It, it is and it isn't, isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah, it's a hard one. It's a hard one. It, it's a ver- it does. You can see where they're coming from with, with, with the links to the man with the bad moustache um but it's uh, um it's it's only there because people have said it's there if yeah. that makes sense if no if nobody had mentioned it to me i'd have went oh yeah that's a that's two f's in nh yeah you know they're for london it's because of the
1: it's because of, of the angles that they're at they? yeah, um, yeah. i think it, th- th- it is
0: it's, it's more it's more that one person says it and then you can't see
2: anything else I still struggle and to and that's see the it. Problem. To be fair. I kind of get where they're I'm coming from, but it's difficult to yeah. see. I think this There's is the similarities, is the problem. But one, it's
1: very not. It's, it's, it's not that there. one person. It's not, it's, yeah. it's not there, it, and let's let
0: they haven't tried to put it there. Let let's no. be very clear on that. They they've tried genuinely to move away from something that can be seen as being insensitive uh, to something that's more inclusive and. Sort of just basic branding. They're they're looking to just rebrand it as for London Hockey Club. They they want to represent their city. Um, and what's come out of this is really unfortunate for the team. Um, the my city. my one would be my one would be they need a good graphic designer uh, because the, uh, that but logo, but then, that logo that logo is terrible.
1: But there, there's 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 the story of you know not the story, but generally uh, when you're designing something, whether it's a logo or anything like that, you get too close to it. You know, you, you design it with your vision and all that kind of stuff, and then what's happened here is they haven't taken that step back. And there's loads of logos like we're not just talking about hockey. There's there's loads of logos like this across. There's the loads world. of Japanese Where, ones that are very. A lot of exactly you go. Uh, really? Yeah, that... yeah.
2: There's some uh, serious ones like the, have you seen it with the the Japanese style house and the sun. Yes. <laughs> it looks like it looks like something else, and it's going yeah. somewhere that it shouldn't. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. So it's just that, you know, someone's spent a lot of time with these great ideas, as you said, with the Fs and the Hs, and they're like, oh, this has got this really cool idea, look at it. And then they just haven't taken that step back okay. to look at it from a different point of
2: view. All, all and, I can and, say is, thank Christ the H isn't black, because otherwise it would make it even worse, you know, it would have been too, too on the nose.
0: Look, to be fair, we were letting people kind of read between the lines on this before, but if they didn't know what we were talking about, even without seeing the logo, they know what we're talking about now. Um, look, We are, for Lunda, we are for Lunda, uh, Lunda, we're an
2: audio-based podcast. People
0: need to be told these things. <laughs> no, no, they don't. What you do is you tell them to go to our website, Dave. We, we, we've we talked about this for four years. Um no, look, they—they're obviously going to go back to the drawing board, and they're going to try and come up with something else. Now, they're—they're uh, they're abandoning this uh, as a result of the—the the online criticism. Um, guys, we all know a brilliant graphic designer in uh, Belfast that would uh, probably come up with something ten times better than that, Matty Harvey. I mean, let's let's see what you've got for and Matty. Come on, uh, yeah. let let us see. Get on it. <laughs>
1: Okay, um, let's move on to the next story, and I'm going to move on to Dave. Let's bring it back to the Olympics. We haven't talked about the Olympics yet, so let's bring it (laughs) on.
2: (laughs) So, believe it or not, this one here was provided by my uh, dear wife um, while she was working. She found this on on the Daily Mail. Hold on, hold on. I got
1: slagged slagged for bringing the story, and the story you brought... wasn't even by you
0: (laughs) let's be fair this isn't the only story he wrote (laughs) Um,
2: so yeah so it uh, it's a bit out of left field is probably the best way to describe it so it's not really well it is hockey related have you ever seen a player head the puck as a pass no so the Swedish um, I'm not going to try and pronounce his name he Uh, do do I have
0: to try and do this again
2: trying to do <laughs> Max Freiburg there we go I didn't even couldn't find that's the reason I didn't say it because I couldn't find his name. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry Aaron your criticism your criticism is totally totally allowed again his wife sent him a story to put into the podcast and he didn't even bother reading it he just copied and pasted the <laughs> link across
2: no I just watched the video uh, <laughs> so yep he just uh, as a wee um, pass into the zone um, now to be fair it doesn't go to anybody but it's not half bad. It is.
0: And interestingly, <laughs> inter- really interestingly, do you want to know um, where Max uh, plays for? Where? Where? For Lunda. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Amazing. Totally planned. Amazing.
1: Totally yeah, yeah planned. totally.
2: Yeah, 100%. Cut out all that stuff about Gemma, give it to me. <laughs>
0: this is... <laughs> This is the sort of effort you get on the Door 14 Hockey Podcast, and I mean, these are the links that we can draw when Marty's not in control. That's like it. this is this is they it. Get, this is this is prime Door 14 right yeah, now, guys.
2: They, they get what they pay for. Absolutely. <laughs> right, we'll we'll so double, what we'll double up of the quality you? if they buy me a beer. That's right. <laughs>
1: Right, John, see if you can do a London. link to your story here.
0: Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> so we, we've already talked a little bit about the weekend just passed uh, in Belfast where uh, the Cardiff Devils were in town. Um, first game, absolute blowout to the Giants um, and a huge win. Matt Carruth, uh, the Devils netminder, was pulled in the third period. Um, didn't, by all counts, had a pretty, uh, pretty terrible... ...Friday night in Belfast... Uh, ...shipped four goals in the first period... Um, ...and he was he was out... ...apparently injured... Uh, ...is what we were, we were told... ...or what we were led to believe... ...that he was switched out for um, their backup... ...in the third period of that game... Um, ...however... ...on Saturday... Matt Cruth took to the Nets again... Uh, ...for the Devils... ...the game went all the way through... Uh, ...regulation time... ...overtime... ...and went all the way to penalty shots... Uh, in fact went all the way through to sudden death penalty shots uh, finally uh, the Cardiff Devils came out on top um, with uh slater doggett um, getting uh, reject or getting shot out uh, on a-, a an attempt in goal following this uh, six foot two Matt Carruth took it upon himself to charge to the boomerang corner plexi uh, in a a celebration that is apparently well known that he, he does in Cardiff uh, on a, a winning game night. Um, and shook the plexi right in front of kids. But it was taken online as being something else. I mean, guys, that it kind of led to a comparison. It's like what you do in your home arena is it something that you should really be doing in an away arena. And especially, let's be perfectly honest... Caruth didn't have the best of weekends in Belfast. Does he really have any right to be making a celebration like that? Um,
2: uh, the goalies, man, they just do whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, I, 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 I when it happened, I was a bit like, "Well, that's a bit chintzy. But we're no, the Giants are no better. Um, now they don't think they'll ever do something just as bad as that. But uh, you know, we give the uh, away team as much grief as we can so we have to take it back if they if they give it to us so um i, I was I, at the time i was like oh boo that's rubbish but then after cooler heads prevailed i was like well fair enough he was a he got thumped the first game he done well in the say, second there night must,
1: there, there must be some elation there you know yeah it's like especially a in a shootout when proving
2: himself back
1: yeah and a shoot and uh, a shootout a, win as run run well like
2: friday um, like he won, he won that shootout for them. You know that was the the way it, the way it crumbled. Like he was, he, he did come back and do a great job. As I said on the night, I was like, oh boo, but uh, looking back, colder with a cooler head, hundred um, percent. It's 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 just that. The, the, see the the Belfast Cardiff rivalry is becoming a thing, um, and the, the players are now starting to see it as well as the fans. And uh, that was just the elation of getting that final win. Otherwise, they were going home with a big goose egg, um, and the, the, there have been stacks of P45s for some of them guys, you know. So um, I think it was worth it. Well, I think he so. Would, when, he I, he it,
1: when he does it at home, does he do it against the the, the visiting team? No, no know, it do, it he does it against
0: he, his. He does it against his plexi. So that that's what he's. Done. He's obviously at yeah. that end of the ice for two periods. He does it obviously at the the end of plexi that he's got. So he's surrounded by home fans right, when he's yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, Ice Arena Wales, is it still called that? Or is it called
1: something weird and wonderful by a sponsor? Uh, I don't uh, know.
2: And it has got a sponsor name, but everybody just calls it Ice Arena Wales.
1: It would be a bit of a trek for him to yeah. get down to that bottom uh, corner.
2: If um, he did that, I would say there would have been more of a kick-up because it's having to tr- skate through the Giants then. Um, yeah. The Giants <laughs> players, you know, so... Um, Somebody Deco
0: would, well. would have been straight down and uh, <laughs> f 5 done before he got that far.
2: <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. At the at the night, as I said, I was a bit. Uh, I felt thought it was a bit much. But look, back on it. If we're going to give the the uh, netminders that amount of grief over a two game weekend, you know, give the a And look, we is,
0: we've got under his skin in games yeah. this season already. He has. He's one of the few netminders. Him and CJ Mott are still the, the only two netminders I ever see that bite to boomerang. Uh, whenever they they get right under him, all the other netminders seem to be able to shut it out. Those two, Caruth and Mott, are the two who can't take it, or they either take it differently or they can't take it. I I don't know which one it is. Um, but he he was definitely like he did that, and then he was banging the glass up at Boomerang and whatever. Like wh- whether he just can't take it, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, that that'll teach him. That'll teach him to give ammunition online and say that he likes Twixes.
2: Yeah, yeah. The so is
1: when you when you when you do that, hitting the glass and you react to them, that's just adding fuel yeah. to the fire. Like they're yeah. just going to keep latching onto that and do it more and do it more.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I, if he'd if he'd have done it uh, at the start of the the season after a win, um, you know, there's more likely the Giants would have really laid into him. And it's yeah. uh, just about giving as good as you get. He give it. He won that game. He deserves to give it a bit of give it a bit of welly. Um, and uh, like nobody got hurt. So.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Cool. Right, I think that's that's us for period three. There's no more uh, knocking news stories, um, and you might have noticed throughout all of the periods, we've had no penalty boxes or anything. Um, no, DOPS Stops so are on
0: holiday again. Uh, yeah, they, they obviously nothing. just uh, quickly quickly came back into the office, and they're clearly all still working working from home, um, <laughs> and uh, haven't uh, haven't yet started their hybrid working system. Uh, But it does take us on to the star segment. Um, So Dave, obviously I missed the last podcast and I think yet again with just the two of you, it was just you and Marty, you guys took the decision to uh, take the the week off the stars again. So there is no, uh, there's no berating me because I haven't done a star competition Uh, because there's
2: actually not a star to announce. Yeah, we decided not to. Um, I think we talked about stuff vaguely remember it seems like a million years ago but i know that we decided not to put anything out because it was just the just well, the I, hope of you, us. I hope you talked about stuff because
0: i am pretty sure i listened to about an hour and a half of you guys uh on the <laughs> podcast um but we do have stuff this time around although i think to be honest that we're going to do things slightly differently this time uh mark q marty currently having an absolute heart attack uh, as he listens right now that we're going to do something differently um <laughs> um aaron i'm gonna come to you first because you and me are the only ones that have nominations here but uh i think we have a we have a decision that's uh gonna get made after we we both give our nominations here
1: oh we're gonna make the decision now oh yeah
0: rather yeah, than yeah. put it out to twitter yeah yeah so because mm. it took you so long to log in earlier uh me and dave have made an
1: executive decision oh all right okay okay yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. well i'm looking forward to
2: hear it. Yeah, we just don't care. What you're going to say, "I'm going to pick someone else." <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that um, without uh, giving
1: given the story ahead, both are all about being teal uh, tinted glasses, and we're going to go for two two hat tricks going on here. So mine is the 12 minute wonder JJ um, after the, the 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 game on Friday, um, getting that hat trick. I think that that's completely deserved.
2: I don't. I don't think that that twelve minute wonder should stick as a as a nickname. But <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of why I put it down. To be fair, <laughs> twelve minute wonder
1: is
0: maybe not listen, a nickname. <laughs> listen, if you're being called the twelve minute wonder, you've got nothing to worry about. <laughs> I'm going to move very quickly <laughs> to my nomination here. Um, so in a very similar vein to Aaron's, uh, like he says, we're sticking with hat tricks. Um, I've gone with uh, with Lewis Hook. Um, last night, Coventry, total blowout, 7-1 win against Coventry uh, with Lewis Hook uh, getting a, a hat trick against uh, the Coventry Blaze in Coventry. However, as I said, uh, me and Dave had a a chat earlier before we we got going. And really, Aaron, it's off the back of the little comment that you made um, when you put your nomination in our our worksheet here um, for for that game. And I realised that I'm the the only one out of us that was in the arena. If Marty was here, he'd be able to talk about that game as well. Um, 12 minutes, three goals, hat-trick in the first period, on the way to what was an absolute routing of the Devils in a... A first of a header, a home double header weekend that really, we, we should have been biting our nails for 120 minutes. As it turned out, it was, realistically, it was about 70 minutes we were kind of worried throughout the whole weekend about what was going to happen. Um, and it's all down to JJ Pickenich. He has been mighty over the last, I mean, from the start of the season, really. But since, I want to say, the middle of November, I think he's really come into his own and he's cemented himself with those three goals. Um, So I don't think we could go anywhere else. And again, we're going to go another podcast without a vote that's going to go on Twitter. But honestly, the Belfast faithful are not going to argue with us here. And we're just going to throw the the nomination and the star straight out to JJ Pickenich. I agree with that. I'm happy with that. (laughs) Dave, what's your thoughts on that? You obviously no, uh, weren't at the game, but what's your what's your
2: thoughts? No, 100%. Anybody that can do that uh, in any league deserves something. Um, and he's been a stellar player um, from the start of the, the year, definitely standout. out. Um, and uh, and that's saying something, considering the Giants this year are stacked with goal scorers. Um, and uh, he has been, been phenomenal. Um, and he's been a joy to watch. And hopefully, fingers crossed, he doesn't get a better offer somewhere and stay here for another year.
0: Absolutely. Well, you say deserve something. We just have to make very clear that JJ, there is no cash equivalent. So we're no. we're very no. sorry.
1: Uh, I'm not going to lie. As soon as the uh, running order went up, that was the first thing I done because I was like, whoever puts in JJ this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well, like, well, well uh, done to you. Well done. <laughs> you got there first, um,
0: guys. That rings the the end of the star segment, and uh, Dave. That takes us on to overtime. <sighs> Overtime, then, is the opportunity for sort of anything else to get chatted about that we think needs uh, a quick chat, and generally speaking, this is where we get a little bit of interaction from you guys at home. Uh, this week, like pretty much every week, I'd uh, like we to know, say
2: that the fourth member of the, or the fifth member of the door fourteen hockey podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> the the honourable,
0: honourable the yeah the honourable uh, extra member of uh, door fourteen. Uh, except he's never actually been on the podcast is Mark. Um, he sent a message to Marty and uh, asked us to discuss this one. Uh, so he said, "Evening lads, we question for you tonight with Colin Shields, rightfully getting the announcement of the date his jersey will be retired." Do you feel that the Giants previously were too quick to retire numbers and on reflection do you feel if it was done again they would still be up there? Um, so guys this is off the back of the news that after uh, this weekend uh, the Giants finally set the date for Colin Shields number 19 to I want to say head up to the rafters but realistically to be hung off the bridge and um, And it will go up on the 1st of April, which a few people have maybe mentioned that uh, maybe retiring a number on April Fool's Day is uh, a bit of a weird one. Uh, But it will be the 1st of April at the game against the Glasgow clan. Um, Guys, I can't really talk too much myself to the the retirement of the jerseys that are there. Um, I've only been in the arena for one of them. Um, and it's one that uh, half a dozen times a year I think should be uh, covered or rolled up or uh, ceremonially burnt at the start of every game uh, against the Devils. Uh, sorry, Todd. Um, but what do what do you guys what do you guys think those jerseys that are hanging up there? I know that you guys have discussed it before, but and Dave, I know that you're you're probably the one that's got more more to say on this one. What do you yeah. think? Are there are there numbers up there that should shouldn't
2: be, or are there numbers up there that shouldn't be? In my, uh, my opinion, there's um, there's at least two that shouldn't be there. Um, it, it, to me, if they get your number retired, you have to go above and beyond for your club. It has to be more than just turning up um, for your seasons and playing. Um, you, you have to sort of become part of the organization um, and I think there's at least two there that yes they were fantastic players um, but they're, have they made enough of a contribution to one the Belfast Giants and two the Belfast uh, to be retired um, in the same vein as um, they do in the NHL you, you, know, you need to be special to have your, your jersey retired you know it's not just about being their longevity it's about being part of the fabric of the team and for me the two that shouldn't be there is uh Pat and schulte and colin ward um now i'm not saying they're bad this is the thing that everyone disagree everyone argues with me that they should be there because they were two of the greatest players in the first few seasons here in the super league and yes they were uh, and i'll never disagree with that i enjoyed watching paxton um, in, in the early days, more than most, um, and Colin Ward set all the records that took forever to break, um, but saying that, they're no Adam Keefe, they're no Colin Shields, um, you know, they're no Graham Walton even, you know, they're, they're um, Mark Morrison, George Awada. There's names that I'm ringing off, you know, that have played, you know, like, uh, up until recently, um, Walton held the record for most uh, games played. Um, you know, so it's, uh, it's just, a they were a bit half, uh, half handed, early handed to, to get the first few up just because that's a thing you do in hockey. Um, but I think that it should have been a little bit more care, um, to make it bigger. The best example I can draw is the, um, Minnesota wilds, exactly the same age, haven't retired, haven't retired in Jersey and it looks like hmm. they probably haven't retired, retired
1: a jersey at all at all no not nope. at all not one, one,
2: they retired one in their opening game and it was for the fans um zero um, so there's nobody playing on it anyway and it's like a symbolic thing oh, yeah. um it looks like they're going to ret- retire one and it's go- uh, it's probably going to be um mccoy covey um i think was after- that not confirmed
0: it might have been um, I think that's, that's been confirmed the same way that the Preds have haven't retired and we love hanging a banner but we haven't retired any numbers but we will um, in the next uh, month or so we'll be
2: putting up Pecorini's 35 and that's the same same reasons like they um, like um McCoy played like all his NHL games bar one one or two uh, for the wild um and you know that's he is a franchise player he was the captain for a big chunk of time you know he he made a, a big impact um, over more than just two or three years, you know, this is like you know franchise material, and then he retired there. Mm. Um, you know, and that's the the crux of it. Um, in my opinion, there's more call for having um Thor's jersey retired than the the other guys I mentioned because Thornton has now been there uh, forever. Feels like you know since yeah. the takeover. Uh, he's up in the so my, my, no, my question know. on that,
0: my question or my query on that would be that I would argue that whilst I, I wasn't there during his playing days, that Thorns has really done more in the management side. So if someone does more in the management side, would you retire their number? Is that no, what no, you're no,
2: retiring? Or? No, no, well, I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying that the, compared to somebody who's played two or three seasons yeah, uh, and left... The, and then you have somebody who's made it there, um, you know, finishing their career, making it their career. Um, especially when you're talking about the Giants, how many how many great players have we had? One two seasons of yeah, um, and they've moved on. You know, um, it's about you know making Belfast your home and you know putting the the work and the time in. Now, everyone there is the people that will disagree with me there, and um, but the the next logical one after Shields and I still think it's a while off for the next one would be be Adams. Um because of his one his playing years here. Year. He won everything that was going. And then his coaching career here is, is already starting off to be a stellar one. So um yeah. yeah. So that's that's my my opinion. I think that it needs to be more than just a, a flash in the pan. It might yeah. be a bit rude to some of those fancy guys. But uh, like and I do agree with Kelman's. I like Kelman's jersey being up there and isn't uh, Shane's there? Shane Johnson's. Oh, yeah. So sorry.
1: Shane's, what I should have done is, yeah, I should have well, done what Aaron's doing right now. <laughs> Shane Ward, uh, Sh- Sh- Shane okay. Ward, <laughs> reading the list the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Johnson's. a singer. Ward, Rob Stewart. Yeah. Um, Graham Walton. Colonel uh, Shields. Uh, Paxton Stuey and uh, Todd Kelman. Yeah,
2: so um, the, two um, RIs, I, and, yeah, the two that I, the two that the other two that I don't uh, I don't see right as Shulte and. Uh, Board. They don't know. It's funny
1: that you say Sheltie, but also um, Mark has that listed down as one of his three. He has. Oh no, um, I'm going to come on to
0: talk about that. So hold on, and hold Shields.
1: I, I I completely agree with Kelman and Shields. Like they, you, know, um, you know, you know, you just know that I was a massive, uh, our, uh, massive Shields-y fan, you know, from from day one. So I am 100 uh, percent behind retiring uh, uh, number 19. But go ahead, John, ask your... So, sorry, that's, that's what I was going to say. So, uh, I,
0: I don't think I... I don't have any skin in this game as much as what you guys do. I, I didn't see any of these guys play. Um, I saw Killer's attachment to the team, but by the time I was coming, he was already in the back room. He was already mm-hmm. the announcer. To, to, to me, that's what Killer is. He was that guy who stepped up the organisation, and... Um, from the back room or from the the media box that sort of thing so that's that's where I associate him more Um, the rest of the guys I mean obviously uh, Stuart Stewie I know him from his bench work and I would absolutely agree that he's been an absolute stalwart the coaches have come and gone he has stayed and like you talked earlier about the Nottingham situation like that's the sort of guy that you want to keep franchise-wise. You, you want to keep that guy behind the bench, and he's absolutely fantastic at what he does. As far as playing, I've got no skin in the game with any of these six. Um, I i have no experience of it. I could happily see them stay up. I could happily see them come down. If they were all to come down, I'd be quite happy to see Colin Shields be the only jersey up there. Um, I, don't, I, I, would don't absolutely, think... I would absolutely agree that from my experience of his playing time Adam should definitely be up there but it's probably not right to do it while he's still coaching the team I would say that's something you do when call or when Adam parts ways with the the team as an active sort of on ice guy uh, whether that's playing or whether that's coaching I think that's something you do after that
2: yeah I don't think there's any um at the, at the minute those jerseys are up there and this is something that i wholly agree with i think that once they're up there they're up there to stay they, they, there's no oh, yeah. so they, there's no even if you disagree with them um there's they stay there they don't come down um yes i do think that the giants need to think a bit more about what jerseys they retire um and put a bit more weight behind it um but colin shields is, is definitely one that i think is worthwhile even not just for the giants but for his uh is work in Belfast. TB career. Uh, GB career, um, and then everything that goes along with that. So he's uh, he'll, he'll go down as one of the greatest British players of all time, and uh, not to have retired his jersey would have been a disservice to him.
0: Absolutely, and it's going to be a, a cracking night on the, the 1st of April when number 19 is, uh, li- well, hopefully lifted up and not just unfurled from the bridge. Uh, I think definitely if there was a, a jersey that uh, should have that proper sort of Ceremonial up from centre ice, it's uh, it's number 19 uh, rather than just somebody throwing it off the, the side of the bridge. That seems quite uh, <laughs> quite weird as a concept, is just throwing a number off the bridge, but uh, I'm, I'm sure whatever happens, it will be fantastic, guys. That brings us to the end uh, of pretty much everything we've got to talk about. Um, does anyone have any other business?
2: None for me, unfortunately. Looking oh. forward to getting the beers in in Scotland.
0: That's it. So that's the only other thing I've got is uh, obviously now it's, it's unfortunate like we said at the top of the show um, Marty uh, is, isn't able to come with us now to, to Scotland. Uh, what should have been uh, the three, technically four of us with his nephew David coming along with us as well for a, a Scottish triple header. It's uh, it's just you and me Dave for a romantic Valentine's weekend in uh, in Scotland. I,
1: I, I was winding news up during the week because as soon as we found out, fair enough, we all said it was bad news for Marty and all but now that it's just the two of yous going to like this romantic. Um, Find out that I have to sleep and, in my own bed yeah. now. Yeah, we're yeah. not sharing It's anymore. like a, Hall- a Hallmark movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it so is. Yeah.
2: Get the, the stove totally lit. No. We're going to make
0: a movie out of it. Oh, that mate. The the stove will be lit when we get there. From a cold night in Dundee. Yeah. Uh, the scene will be set. We will go to the small country pub. Uh, we will we will drink hearty and we will make it to all three. Of the triple header games, um, so the next time we come back, up
1: your, are you setting up your Instagram? Because when we was it one of the last trips when we went to Vegas, it was like every five minutes you put up something on Instagram or Twitter or something like that. Are, are we getting the difference? Was stream? I wasn't driving the plane
0: all weekend when we went to Vegas. Uh, this time I'm <laughs> driving the <my> car absolutely <laughs> everywhere.
2: Um, I'll try to... not to get two steamboats at the at the games. So I'll drink when, <laughs> when I get back
0: an absolute lie that's an absolute lie and I know it and everyone knows it Uh, guys with that all that's left is for me to remind everyone of our socials if you've got anything that you want to comment uh, on anything that we've spoken about in this podcast or any other podcast you can hit us up on the website at uh, door14hockey.com you can get us on our socials uh, at door14hockey on Twitter Instagram Um, and on Facebook uh, for the once a month I check it. Campbell, if you're listening, the Facebook is there just for you. Um, Everyone else is on Twitter. It's about time you got across there too. And uh, we're not on TikTok just yet because none of us can dance. Uh, With that, we're going to sign off uh, and hope that you have a a good weekend of hockey or a good couple of weekends of hockey wherever you are. Uh, I'm John. I'm Dave. I'm Aaron. And as Marty always says,
1: have (laughs) a week. (laughs) I was going to say
2: it.